welcome to the only podcast for piano teachers just starting out, Piano Teacher Primer. My name is Angela Toon. Keep listening for the prime pro tips you can use with your own students right away. Episode 59, Tips for Tired Piano Teachers. It's still kind of dark winter over here in Utah right now. It's almost teasing of spring some days, but mornings are still dark and warm weather seems like a long way away and rainy at at our house today and that just makes me tired. So I am bringing you some tips for tired piano teachers. And we talk all about piano teaching on this podcast, but I realize there is also life. And I have four kids, none of which slept very well as babies, and some of which teenagers stay up late at night, and some of which wake up early in the morning, and I'm kind of a light sleeper. So I know about being tired, let me tell you. And caffeine can be helpful, right? Whether it's a daily coffee, daily soda, or just occasionally if you're just about to fall asleep somewhere. But I want to give you some tips beyond caffeine and just leave that choice up to you. So first, I will go over some specific little suggestions from me and some other piano teachers I'll share, and then we'll go into some more long-term solutions. So quick suggestions. Uh, One teacher friend that I know keeps a little bowl of sunflower seeds right by her teaching chair. And then it's not like chomp, 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 munching, but it's just a little something. And I know that when I'm driving, I always have a little something to munch on to keep my mouth engaged. And um, those sunflower seeds are perfect for her, gives her a little protein to last her through the afternoon. I remember one time, I think I was early pregnant and I think it was my fourth baby, but I can't remember. And I had some Smarties candy by the side of my teaching chair and I was literally using those to stay awake because by the time I had my fourth pregnancy, I was very, very tired when I was early pregnant with her. Um, Have you ever felt so tired that you could maybe fall asleep standing up? Well, I have felt that way, but I haven't ever actually fallen asleep standing up. (laughs) So this is another little tiny tip. During a lesson, if you're feeling tired, stand up. And this can be a good suggestion anyways to get a different perspective on the student's hand position, on the other hand, like on the other side. It can also give you uh, an overall view of the notes. Sometimes I stand up just so that I can see more of a bird's eye view of what they are playing. But it's actually a good tip when you're tired. Another one is play duets with students. Get up and play the piano. It engages a different area of the brain than just teaching or just listening to them play. And then some more side benefits of encouraging the student to play continuously and in good rhythm. And then they will feel your expression and dynamics while you are playing. So it's also a super good way to not just help yourself have some energy, but also it's a really awesome way to teach. It's just teach by playing with them. Um, I'm going to set up my electric piano for the student's 
this certain student this week so I can play a two piano duet with her piece when she comes. So that will be fun. Uh, takes a little planning, but uh, morning lessons. I actually have chosen to teach some lessons before school, not every day, but just a couple days a week. My kids are older so they can get themselves up and ready for most part and they can get their own breakfast on those days. They do school lunch those days. It takes some hours off of the evening for me so I can get dinner on for my family. I can drive some car soccer carpools. I can be available for homework, some things like that. So, but mind you, I do not look cute in these morning lessons. <laughs> and it's like clothes that I can throw on quick, one layer <laughs> each, and the hair is either up in a hat or in a headband, and the makeup is minimal at best. But it is worth it for me. Oh, one time uh, my morning lesson came and my shirt was inside out, and I didn't notice it at first. <laughs> and then I had this little like wrinkle patch on one time, and it was still on when my student came in the morning. I was like, oh, excuse me one moment. <laughs> So we laugh um, at my physical appearance for these morning lessons, but it's nice to get those lessons accomplished right at the start of the day. Two of my students, their mom also teaches, so she teaches my kids actually. So her piano is occupied all evening like mine. So morning works perfect for both of us for me to teach her kids. We have a little trade. She teaches my kids and I teach hers. It's the best thing ever. And then morning works out perfect for us. So yeah, I just do a couple of mornings a week and I don't do, well, the, you know, it's all relative as far as what super early is to you. But I just have my time that I think that works and it's kind of the time I'm getting up anyway. Um, and then instead of making breakfast or making lunches, my kids are just on their own those days and I can get in a couple of lessons, relieve my evening hours. So tired, yes. Sometimes is my mental capacity really awesome in these early morning hours? Maybe not. But once I get going, once these kids start playing and playing awesome, some of my really dedicated students are in the mornings actually. So when they play really, really great, it makes me excited. And it's just nice to relieve some of those evening hours. And sometimes we're actually more alert in the mornings than the afternoon slump, right? Uh, my one friend teaches... She was teaching every morning really early, I think at like 6 a.m., and so she had a scheduled nap each day. It seems kind of luxurious, right? I'm going to take a nap. But it worked for her to have that plan to teach before school, have a little rest, and then she had energy for her afternoon lessons. Even a tiny little 10-minute cat nap can really be super helpful and take the edge off of your tiredness that day. Even a tiny little 10 minute cat nap can really be super helpful and take the edge off of your tiredness that day. Sometimes I'm even just laying on the floor, yes, that tired, and I just like set a little timer for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and I just have a little snooze and it takes the edge off, helps me have more energy for the afternoon lessons. Uh, know your limits. In the summers, I like to pack more students on a few days and then have bigger free days so I can take my kids to the pool or go on vacations. 
But I have learned that I can't just do five hours straight. You know, I can't do a whole eight hour day without breaks in between. I've learned about three hours is my limit. And then I need a break. My one friend, she schedules breaks more for mentally, I think, rather than physically tired. Maybe it's both. But she actually schedules a little 15-minute break in between every student. So you schedule what works for you. Beauty of piano teaching, you can schedule it around your life and around your limits. Once in a summer, my husband snapped a picture of me zonked out on the couch uh, in a midday break from piano teaching. That was the summer I learned that I needed a break every three hours. And this is different than other jobs, right? You might think, well, I can go to work for eight hours and I'm fine. But teaching private piano lessons, it's just so focused. You need to be so focused on that individual student that I feel like I need that little, those little breaks sometimes. Um, Take care of you, right? You cannot pour from an empty cup, they say. And build in some flexibility into your scheduling so that if you're not feeling well, so that you can take care of you. Because you're not going to be your best, awesomest teacher if you really are so low. And then, you know, take care of yourself. I'm always telling myself I need to go to bed earlier. Um, I have set an alarm before when I really had a goal of this getting to bed earlier where I set an alarm to go to bed. And it was like, hey, stop cleaning the kitchen, stop dinking around on your phone, stop watching TV, whatever, and start getting ready for bed. So take care of yourself and then you'll be able to give more fully to your student. Sometimes we're tired because we're bored teaching the same old pieces all the time. I could correct the same notes in my sleep. I could predict what F sharp the kid is going to miss right then. Um, But when a student brings in a new book that I haven't taught out of before, and when I'm brave enough to try a new method book, I am suddenly intrigued with how to teach this piece and trying to figure out and how to teach the rhythm. And, oh, we can try this, we can try that. And I need to study the score to figure out what is happening and fingerings and suggestions I can make. And for more intermediate and advanced students, I'll even practice the piece myself and see what challenges I would have, what places I would have a hard time with the tempo, what fingerings I would do. I think having some new material to teach your students can be so helpful to not only your students, but to yourself as a teacher to give you some energy. We sometimes are so tired because we're just bored. We're listening to the same old songs all over again. Last year, I did an ensemble concert, which was super fun. But one of the things I didn't realize is that by giving however many, I can't remember, lots of kids the same piece to practice, And I was going to hear that piece one time. It was like a two hour block and all four students were learning that same piece. And I was like, oh, I get to hear this piece every lesson for two hours. (laughs) So just funny little things. Um, But that just proves a point that you can get bored of hearing the same piece over and over. Even if it's a piece you love teaching, try shaking it up. Try some different things or some different approaches 
and I'm here to teach you some of those different approaches. So keep listening, keep following along here at the Piano Teacher Primer podcast. Sometimes we are tired because our brains are making ourselves tired. Okay, this is a little bit next level, but our own thoughts can exhaust ourselves, right? We always are talking to ourselves in our brains, and sometimes the thoughts are not super helpful. And sometimes we are tearing ourselves down and then arguing with that. And so again, this kind of goes along with taking care of yourself. Take care of your mind also. And in the morning, um, have some positive thoughts for yourself. And while teaching, you can take out a little notebook. Obviously, I don't want to take out my phone, but I have this teeny little notebook by my teaching chair and I can just pull it out and I can think of ideas or, or even just jot down what I'm going to say next to the student or and then also I have their notebook that I write in. And so I sometimes having something to do with my hands is helpful during the lesson to stay awake. It's another little tip. But then also, I sometimes write what thoughts are making me tired or bored or what I'm feeling while teaching. And then writing those things out can help me to address them and to look at them and say, you know, I don't really believe that or I'm gonna try thinking this positive thought instead. A positive thought that I also believe, but just having a little notebook to play around with your thoughts, find out what is in your mind, what thoughts might be making you uh, unmotivated, and then maybe brainstorming some ideas of how you can make teaching more fun. And then writing down why you teach piano. Clearly telling yourself, why do we do this great job that we have? Why are we doing this anyway? Why is it worth it to dedicate this time to your students and write out yourself a little, some why statements? And this has been so powerful for me. Each week I answer the question, why do I teach piano? And I put it in a little email. It's called Why I Teach Wednesdays. You can sign up on AngelaToon.com if you want to be a little bit inspired on some of why I teach piano. And then you can look for some of those positive effects in your teaching as well. And I would love to hear yours as well. So send those to me on Instagram or in an email. Write yourself a little pre-teaching pump up and you can read it out loud to yourself. You could even record yourself saying it and play it back for yourself before your students come, just while you're getting ready. Telling yourself the teacher that you wanna be, why you are doing this, why it's worth it to you, the difference that you're making in the world, and it'll give you all the energy and the motivation to keep going. All right, we are wrapping up these tips for tired piano teachers, and I'm sure that there are many other suggestions. So if you have other ideas, there's an Instagram post for this podcast episode. My handle's AngelaTune underscore, and I'd love to hear your suggestions for other tired piano teachers. Thanks for being with me. Have a good day. Before you go, a quick note. Your dedication to piano education is keeping the music alive. 
If you found value in our conversation, please leave a rating or a review and share it with a fellow piano teacher. Together, we're changing the world one student at a time. Until next week, play on.